Hey everyone, Ben here and welcome to Motivation to Invest. Today I'm joined by a really special guest. We've got Queenie from the Invest with Queenie YouTube channel, fantastic channel. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, I'll leave a link for it in the description below. I've watched a few of her videos, actually really exceptional stuff. She provides real value, explains things really simply. And today she's joining us on the channel to discuss a few tips and her investing journey. Queenie, how are you? Good, thank you so much for having me on your channel and huge fan of your channel, by the way. So I'm so happy that we're doing this collab. I'm really excited to share our learnings with your audience. What was your motivation to invest? What was your background? Why did you start investing? I see what you did there with the yeah, you motivation like that, yeah. <laughs> to invest. Nice. So I guess my motivation to invest was inflation. And I know that we learn about this kind of thing in school, but I I don't think I ever really, it was never really drummed into me. But then as soon as I realized, oh my gosh, leaving my money in cash is just not good enough because my money will be losing money with inflation. That's when I was really like, oh my gosh, investing is risky, but not investing is also bad because your money loses money with inflation. So that's my so that's what made me really want to start investing. So my money would be worth more in time and, you know, not lose its buying power in 10, 20, 30 years time. Started investing in a robo advisor. And mm. at the time I had just started working in, in, in an office really like full-time in marketing. And for the first time in my life, I had a regular income and you know, regular money that I could invest. And I figured, yeah, I was a little bit overwhelmed with all of the options to invest. So I decided Robo Advisor seems pretty legit. Um, it invests in ETFs, so I don't have to go through and pick any ETFs out. And it was a great first investment for me because I didn't lose money. <laughs> um, sure, it was a little bit, you know, there are ups and downs of the market, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like Dogecoin, you know, it wasn't yeah. like, <laughs> 800% one week, down down 50% another week. So yeah, yeah, I'm really happy that was my first experience with investing. So I didn't get burnt. And what about you? What was your first yeah. experience investing? Oh, my, my first experience investing. It was more just um, similar. I started off with mainly index funds, tracking the world, tracking the S&P 500, FTSE 100. In a way, you thought about it very technically in terms of inflation, because they say it's usually around a 2% tax on your money each year. It's basically it's losing about 2% each year. I knew the money was losing money. So it was like, right, I need to put it to work. Then after I started more getting deeper and deeper into stocks, found a real passion for it. What, what would you say your top three tips for investing in the market? So I guess the first step is to figure out a strategy, what you're happy with based on how long you want to invest for. So, you know, do you want to invest for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? That all has a huge impact on the type of investments that you can make. You know, if you are young and you are investing for the long term, young people can take on a little bit more risk in their portfolio. Um, and then also consider what kind of person you are. Are you a risk adverse person? Are you going to freak out when Dogecoin loses 50% in a day? Or are you going to hold on for the long term yeah. and know that it will recover if you really believe in it? So I think, yeah, a combination of how long you, you want to invest for, um, your age and your risk profile, and then also something that makes you excited. Like um, at the end of the day, this is our life. We don't want to be 
investing in things that we don't believe in and we don't like. So whether yeah. that's property, like yeah. how you're investing, um, also like, you know, your individual stocks, companies yeah. that you believe in, um, ETFs, if you just want to be a passive investor and just want to put your money somewhere and you don't want to do a whole lot of research, that could be an option. So yeah, just figure out what, what works for you. And once you have that strategy, just stick to it. Because I think the, the crazy thing about the markets is um, it just, you can hear so much noise in the media, right? Like, oh my gosh, like Kathy Wood's yeah. portfolio, Kathy. ARK investors down. ARK is sinking, that's what everyone's saying now. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, the stock market's down, it's all red and it's, um. It's a pretty scary place. And yeah. I think that when you are, when you have your money in the stock market, it free, it can freak you out. It freaks me out. But I just have to remind myself of my strategy that I'm not investing for a year and cashing out. I'm investing for like 10, 20, 30 years. So what happens right now doesn't really matter. Um, so I, I try to kind of block out all of that noise and just stick to my strategy. Yeah, what about you? What are some tips for beginner investors? There's a, there's a great quote by Peter Lynch, who was a Fidelity, Fidelity Investments Mangellan Fund, averaged about 30% return. And basically said the most important organ in the body when investing is not the brain, but it's the stomach. So you've got to have the guts to be able to go through those ups and downs, those swings, that volatility in the market. And you've really got to know what you own. You invest in your circle of competence, know which stocks you own, know why you own them, know the value of the company and know is the business getting better. I like to just invest into the business and just a stocks a portion of a company rather than just a crazy ticker symbol going up and down or something like Dogecoin, which you don't really know what it is. Yeah, similar to you. I think companies that I know in my circle of competence, I, you know, I can admit that I'm not going to be somebody that knows a lot about everything, but that's okay because we're all different. We all have our different areas of expertise and we all have a superpower, I think. Like there's, there's always a superpower that we all have. There's always a business that we probably know more than the average person. So we can put those, that knowledge and skill to work in our investing. And like you said, invest in companies that we know really well and we believe in and we really understand. I invest in some individual stocks like that. And then I also have some ETFs just because sometimes um, a good opportunity doesn't really come up and I want to invest. So I get a bit impatient. So instead of like investing in an individual stock when it's not really a good price, I would prefer to invest in an ETF. Whenever a company on my watch list comes into a good price range, then I'll invest in that if it's a if it's a good time and it's a good price to invest in. I'm curious, do you only invest in individual stocks? Do you also have like ETFs, cryptocurrency? 90% now I'm individual stocks. I've got a few ETFs, Scottish Mortgage Investment Trust. If you would have invested into them, well, I did in 2020, early 2020, to return about 150% to now it's like 100% return. Oh, only 100% return. Only 100% return. <laughs> For example, a couple of stocks I've invested into, I spoke to the employees, I've spoke to people who work there. I just know the company. I know what's going on there. And so when the Wall Street analyst in the news says panic, I know, well, there is no panic because I've just spoke to the employee and they told me everything's fine in the office. That's the level of depth that I'd, I'd like to go in with on more companies. Some of my favorite individual stocks are Google. I really like Google because I just think it's a, it's a really solid business. Obviously it is like a very big blue chip stock. Some might argue that, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's already kind of reached a, yeah. a big size, but I feel like, um, 
you know, buying into Google at a good price when it's undervalued. Um, I've personally invested when it is undervalued and had some really good returns and it's just a solid business. Like I really just don't see Google going anywhere in the next 10 years. And they also do invest in quite a lot of other businesses businesses as well, which I really like. So I just think that it's a, it's a business that is constantly evolving, not just, you know, in the search engine space, but in other spaces as well. And off the back of that, I also really do like um, Alibaba. So yeah. um, Charlie Munger recently invested in Alibaba, but I actually invested in it first. So yeah, you're ahead of the game. He's, he, he's following you. He's, yeah, he, he, he must got, watch your channel. got tips from me. He yeah. called me up and he was like, yeah. Queenie, what should I invest what in? Should... And I was like, <laughs> Alibaba. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, in all seriousness, um, I have been looking at Alibaba for a while and it, I, okay, it hasn't made a return yet. Uh, I invested in it a couple of months ago when Jack Ma went missing. Yeah, there was went a missing. lot of uh, news and, and everyone was like, where is he gone? Um, yeah. But I know the company really well and uh, the financials are great. It has a really great growth story. And I think that there's also so much more potential for it to grow as well because um, yeah, internet usage in China, it's not the same as in developed countries. So companies like um, Amazon, they've, they're in a lot of Western countries, but those Western countries have really, really big internet penetration, whereas China still has quite a long way to go with that. So I think that there is quite a lot more potential going forward. You could argue that there are some risks with the, you know, People's Republic and yeah. potentially um, dampening um, yeah. Alibaba's growth, which could happen. That, that definitely is a risk, but I just don't really see them restricting a growth of a company like that especially yeah. because it's just so huge and so integral to their economy so i i also really do like tesla yeah. um i know that it you could say it's super super overvalued right now yeah. um definitely is like the p ratio is ridiculous yeah but um i think it's just such a solid um business if they can deliver on all of the plans that they have in the future um, I think it could be a really cool business, especially with driverless cars, definitely mm. more of a speculative investment. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say that I've invested a lot of money into Tesla, but um, yeah, cool business to watch in the future for sure. Those three companies, I own them all, great companies. Google straight away, that's my largest position. So I've got about Ooh. 40, 50K just in Google. It was undervalued yeah. a few months back, and early 2020, I loaded into that. And the stock's up now since then, as you'll probably know, it's up by about 40%, 30, 40% already. Waymo with the driverless cars, self-driving cars, which are already operating. Um, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, they're operating already in, I think it's Arizona. So you can basically go on the app, Waymo app, and you can hail a driverless car and it'll take you anywhere. So it's already, they're, they're ahead of Tesla. That. Do you invest into crypto? I do, yeah. I just have Bitcoin and Ethereum. I got yeah. burnt in 2017 with all those altcoins that yeah. some of them just haven't reached those peaks. So I've, I've learned my lesson and I'm not going to invest. I mean, maybe I would invest in like some other ones like Cardano. Cardano, yeah. like a pretty good one, yeah. But I think Bitcoin and Ethereum, yeah. those are the ones that I have faith in and I think that they will be around long-term. What about you? Do you invest in crypto? Yeah, they, they, those are probably the two best ones. I covered Cardano on the channel. That's That's probably what I think probably the best play right now. The same founders as Ethereum 
I've founded Cardano and it's basically an improved, cheaper version for developers. So it's used for smart contracts and all that sort of stuff. So I'm a contrarian investor. I observe the masses and do the opposite. So when everything's popular, when Bitcoin's really popular, like right now, that's when I'll be selling and I sold mine um, recently. I probably could have held it. I just had other investments and I saw I sold mine recent, um, recently before Tesla just stopped accepting payments. So it was perfect timing. And yeah, it's been great to have you on. Thank you so much for having me as well. I really yeah. appreciate it. Anybody, if you've got any comments, comment below for uh, Queenie or for anything we've discussed in this video, comment below, give it a big thumbs up, subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet. And I'll see you guys in the next video. Invest safe. <laughs>